and welcome to Like-Minded Friends with me, Susie Ruffle. Me, Tom Allen. Hi, Tom. Hi, Suze. Oh, great to be chatting with you. It's great to be back, isn't it? It's exciting to have the podcast back. It's great to have the podcast back. I love it. And I love having my like-minded friend in you. <laughs> I love that. I love it too. And Tom, what colour are we calling your jumper today? Is that salmon or is it coral? Well, glad you asked. And great audio content. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, I would say actually a salmon. I would actually say a salmon. But it's got holes in it. So there must be something wrong with the stitching or something. Uh, should I repair it? I suppose in our modern age, I should repair it, shouldn't I? I think you ought to repair it. Yes, Tom. I'm trying to be more sort of eco-friendly oh, and okay. doing things like repairing rather than buying again. Do you think if I take it to a repair shop, they would do it for me? What, like the one on the television? Yeah. Where people take in clocks? Yeah. Is that what they take? Um, if, I go in, if I go in and sort of tell a sad story about how... Um, Your grandmother bought it for you. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly. been passed down through the family. Yeah, exactly. And it brings back such memories. They might do it for me. What do you think? Where's it from? What does the label say in the back? Because that might give you away. Mm, it's from... Um, can you see? Can you see? No, I can't. I can't, Tom. It's from... Oh, it's from J. Crew. Oh, he's doing all right. I think it was a gift. Or maybe I bought it in, in America. Do we have J. Crew in this house? In this, in I've course. got... In this house? <laughs> <laughs> do we have J. Crew in this house? Um... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you did buy it in America. But either way, I think it looks very nice and it's very becoming. Oh, thanks, Suze. Thank you. How's your week been, Tom? Very busy. You're very busy. You're running around all over the shop. Do you know what I've been busy with? I've started ordering my Christmas decorations. You've got to get Oh, Tom. Mm. Mm. Huge. Well, I was looking at various outlets and I settled on Marks and Spencers. Why not? Why not? Are you going to do something very garish out the front? Yes, I thought I'd have... Maybe like a blow-up... Yeah, there's inflated... Santa. Santas that, like... <laughs> I love that. Like the things next to car showrooms. Yes. Those are my favourite things in the world. They're always so happy. I think if I had one of those outside my house at all time, I could never be sad. I think you looking for something like that to fix all of your problems might be... Might, might be flawed. In, in the same way that they are when the air stops pumping into them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's sad when they go down, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I would like to have some sort of Christmas decks out the front. I don't care for people using the word decks, but um, the... Oh, are you still angry about I'm people... I'm grouch, aren't I? You've become grouchy, which I love for you. Mm, I think it's because I only had seven and a half hours sleep last night. Well, that would be the problem, Tom. Why did you only have seven and a half hours sleep? I think because I got into bed and I, start, what did I, I started researching Christmas reads. That's why. So I lost that half an hour. I was going around all the different but everyone does Christmas decorations don't they I did check out various outlets you can spend a lot on a garland you really can I've always said that mm, not so much as a Judy but you can spend <laughs> money on a garland and so I was thinking of um having a gar like garlands around things is that but is that trashy no I think it's lovely you've got the perfect house for Christmas do you think Suze yeah love it I'd quite like to have a Christmas party if we don't all get, maybe as this goes out, we'll all be put back into some sort of restrictions. I don't know. What are they coming up? Yeah, we don't know. But I'm throwing a Christmas party at your house. So you oh, really ought to be there. Let me know what day. <laughs> Make sure I'm in. It's when you're not working. I've still got your key. <laughs> <laughs> you have got my key, actually, haven't you? I do. I keep thinking I must give that back. But I thought uh, that maybe uh, it'd be more fun if I just sort of, what would you do if you got in from work one night hmm. and you got up to your bedroom and I was asleep in your bed? Oh, I just laugh. Do you think you'd be frightened? No, I think. But what happened the other day is I left the window ajar. No. Um, in my room, 
because mm-hmm. I like to sometimes sleep in a cooler bedroom, but then I could hear yeah. sort of knocking everywhere in the further up in the in in the roof. And I thought, shall I go and investigate? And I thought, no, it's two o'clock in the morning. You know, it'll be a ghost. So I just left it. So do you think there's a ghost in your house? Well, I don't know. I never feel an, a malign presence. So I don't think so. It's a happy ghost. Have you ever seen a ghost? No, I don't think I've ever seen a ghost, but I have sort of, I've sort of felt like maybe there was something ghostly around. But then I don't know whether that is just me projecting because I'm, as you know, I'm frightened of everything. I mean, I texted you the other day because I watched the advert. For a horror film. Well, so I was on YouTube, you know, watching Pink's Greatest Hits, whatever, cliche. I was watching all best scenes from Kate McKinnon from SNL. I'm in love with her. Oh, oh my God. Your home screen though, isn't it? Yeah, it's very much my homo screen. And you know adverts come up for films because i refuse to sign into youtube yes i do not want to i do not want to pay for i don't want a free trial i don't want a free trial for a month leave me alone stop putting more adverts in in that in the knowledge that i will eventually buckle eventually buckle would be a lovely drag name oh wouldn't it yeah or a lovely range of belts tom these are all options for you you must remember they're all options get my merch out there I would love it if your merch was a line in designer belts. <laughs> belt. <laughs> belt and braces. Uh, eventually That'd buckle. Yeah. That's really nice. Uh, um, yeah. Like, but what that's like sort of things, just a variety of belts and braces. I could be like just various kind of suspension devices for trousers. Do you know that you can get suspenders that hold down a shirt? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I don't know if they're just for women. But you can get, so I've just had recently had a suit made. If you're interested in what it looks like, do go on my Instagram. Um, oh. And so you can get these ones that are like, they're tight around your ankles and then like a, a, like a, like braces come up and clip onto your shirt to hold your shirt down. Oh my goodness. And do they hold your socks up at the same time? Well, I feel like if they don't, someone's missing a trick. And maybe you could do that in your line. Maybe that could be part of my, don't make it anybody out there. Don't beat me to it. I couldn't bear it. I can look into this, Suze. What else could they be holding together? I'm just trying to think. You, As you did that, you touched your chest like you were thinking, was, tits? Maybe they could... <laughs> Hold my tits together? They could do, give me a cleavage, or maybe they could give me pecs. Is there a way they could be in, engineered? I feel like there's, a, there's a lot of engineering at work here. Yes, but I'm not against that. No, me neither. Me neither. My new suit has buttons in it for braces for old fashioned braces with buttons. And I was trying it on and I thought, oh my God, I've put on so much weight since I had this suit fitting. Anyway, it came out, how embarrassing. I was trying to do it up with the button. The button. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> how thin did you, <laughs> you would have been like Elizabeth I. Who, as you know, is my style icon. Who I know is very big, inspiring for you. That's why you're doing that lead white paint all the time. Yeah, what do you think of that? Do you, does this suit me with this ginger wig? I, Suze, I've told you before, it's great. You really suit that high forehead. <laughs> say forehead or forehead. Oh, I think I would say forehead. I think my mum would say forehead. Yes, I think I would say forehead. But it's funny, it's like fortnight, which just means 14 nights, doesn't it? But it was abbreviated. I like that. Oh. Tom, this is becoming an etymology podcast. Look, if that's what people want, then I think we should give it to them. There's a lot of people representing, you know, like hope and positivity. We need to do something different. You just want to represent etymology? And negativity. <laughs> I think people will be quite surprised to find that you're being a bit of a grouch. 
Yeah, I don't know why though. I don't know. Like it's just the it's just a bit of tiredness. That's all. No, it's fine. I'm also tired. Not to leave you why I had two glasses of red wine last night. Oh well, yes, that's probably my issue as well. And I just didn't sleep so well. No, a glass of wine really makes a difference to me now. Yeah, it used to. That's age, Tom. Oh God. Do you remember when you used to be able to go out and get hammered and then like bounce up at seven o'clock and be fine? Yeah, go to work. And then by like lunchtime, you were just feeling tired. Yeah. Then you'd have something massive to eat and you'd be fine. Mm. Gonna have like a lasagna and chips. Oh, yes. From Hercules Cafe we used to go to just off the Holloway Road. Clang. Clang. I wonder if anybody <laughs> remembers that. I bet no one does. It was run by a really lovely man. And um, you could uh, you could get anything from there. Like lovely sandwiches, a lasagna. Maybe a oh, yes, please. mushroom and bacon omelette with chips. Oh, yes, please. Avec chips. Always Avec chips. Yeah, love Avec chips. And then opposite there, there was the Swimmer pub, which used to do cheesy chips, and I never had that before. You'd never had cheesy chips before? No. That must have been an absolute delight for your for your senses. Yes, it really was exquisite. That's <laughs> I used to work in food. So I was watching this thing on YouTube. That's where I was. Oh. And the advert for one of the paranormal films, Paranormal Activity, came up. And Tom, I got frightened by the advert and I couldn't sleep. What was happening in the advert? Talk us through. Things were moving around the room. You're quite People looked very... To that though, aren't you? Like a sort of just a, an actual like poltergeist, on the nose poltergeist type thing. Yeah, I, I'm very basic. I'm, very, I'm, a very, I'm a real basic uh, bitch when it comes oh. to fear. Spiders, ghosts. Yeah, that's a legit. Did I tell you about, I did a Ouija board the other day. What? Why? Because I was with some friends and it was late at night. Um, and I'd, there were some new friends there who I hadn't met before. And, um, and there was a small dog. And I was like, why don't we do a Ouija board? We just had a bacon sandwich. And I thought this would be perfect. And then before, before you could say- Was it in your house? No, we were out. Um, okay, as long as it wasn't in your house, because if it was in your house, you might have invited a spirit in and then it's a nightmare to get rid of them. I know, I know, I know, Suze, I know. But before you could say, is there anybody there? There was bits of paper arranged on the, on the table and yeah. a tumbler had been produced. And um, we all had our middle finger on the top of it. And then um, one of the assembled party, there was no ceremony about it though. There was no holding hands and just sort of summoning up the spirits as I thought they'd be. Just put a finger on a tumbler. And then one of the assembled just said, is there anybody there? Are you there? I just kept saying, are you there? And then two of us started laughing and he got annoyed. <laughs> move anywhere. And then it did move a bit, but it didn't make any sense. So we just gave up. So that was that. I think that's horrifying. I wouldn't have slept for a week. I can't believe then you go home to your house by yourself. I know, but I think I'm in communion with the with the with the spirit world quite quite easily, and I don't have any fear about it. I like that. I mean, have you ever spoken to the other side? Do you mean the other side of Sydenham? I was going to say. <laughs> I don't mean ITV when I say that. Soon. <laughs> I'm very happy and willing to talk to the other side of ITV. Um, I um, no, I'm not. I'm not into that at all. But. Oh, Tom, what about when there was a spider at your house? We both had to oh, be brave. That was really brave, actually, wasn't it? And I still feel bad about that because when you and Alice came round, um, I'd really checked it. I really wanted it to be a lovely time. And I'd, I'd, I'd even put, like, lavender from the garden in a small vase. And it, yeah, and then there was a massive spider. Spider ruined it, and I don't think Alice slept that hard. It was massive, wasn't it? It was huge. It was such a big spider. But I told you my mum bought me a um, bug spray, a spider repellent, and um, I don't know if that's humane. Is it humane? 
people. I think it's probably fine. Um, and uh, and a Hoover for one. Like, a, it's not a Hoover. It's like a humane. Like, you put it thing in to a, grab them with. Yeah, you put it in a tube, and then you put it out. But it's the thing. Keep it at arm's length. I just want to keep it at arm's length and know that it can't come near me. That's my. That's fine. That's my thinking. I don't have a problem with spiders in that. I'm not so bothered about them. But you wouldn't like a snake. No, I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't like. If there was a snake in the house, I think I could put it in a net. Really? So you're like me with you'd say that I'm the other way around. That's why we're friends. Yeah, I think so. But I'm not sure. I did once hold a snake. Oh. Of course, at Lesbian Reptile Club. Of course. <laughs> and if you don't know about Lesbian Reptile Club, where have you been all my life? But, yeah, go back through the archive. But go through the archive and you'll know all about it. Oh yeah. Tom, some more of our dear listeners have been in touch. Oh goodness! Well, what have they? What? Where? Where have they touched you? Show us on the on the door. Show us on the door. Well, listen, in, only in the nice places. Good. <laughs> they said. Uh, so what have they said? Hi, Susie and Tom. Absolutely love that you're back with your ramblings. Always so comfort to hear you two speak so honestly together. Oh God! Since you are. are. Sorry, go on. No, I said we are quite honest, aren't we? Yeah, I think if anything, we're sharing too much. Since you asked about problems, I'm here with plenty. <laughs> I grew up. I'm not laughing at you, by the way. It's just uh, a funny turn I, of phrase. I'm laughing, and now it's going to be a sad story, isn't it? Now I've done it for myself. Be cancelled. I grew up knowing I was gay from a young age. I'm 32 years old now, but I'm a reserved and private person, and have at various points told friends and family about my sexuality, but often after a period of many years. So it doesn't doesn't share that quickly. I feel it's such a problem when I move to a new job or city uh, and I often take years to start being open around people that I've become friends with. I also haven't found the strength to talk about it openly with my father, even though he must know on some level, especially with me being so far forever single. I'm hopeful to find the right man when the time is right and maybe that'll enable me to be more open with everyone I know and love. But in the meantime, do you have any advice in how to be more open without making a big statement or dramatically altering my treasured friendships? I'd love to hear. I think that's such an eloquent question and such an interesting, such a good question. I I really relate to that, particularly when I was, before I was out and, you know, felt that very much. But what's your, what's your sense, sense? Well, for, that's from George. Hello, George. He sends lots of love. He would like Tom to know that he's a medium chunky guy with kind eyes and has a dangerous obsession with Elton John. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. So I think, I think this is a really tricky one to decide when to tell people mm. that you are a like-minded friend. Um, obviously, like-minded friends can be straight if you're listening. You're a like-minded friend too. Yeah. But um, I think it's really hard to know when to do it. And I think it's that thing where people assume when you're gay that you come out once and it's sort of done, like a blanket email. But actually, it's not that easy mm. unless you wear a badge you know like there's people who don't have to wear a mask yes what you're saying gay yeah maybe it was just a thought I, I quite like that yeah I'm hetero exempt you could have it on a lanyard but like a prefect badge that would be good head boy wink wink oh that's a good one Tom these can be this can be more for your merch the store is just busting at the seams it's <laughs> 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 another another <laughs> Uh, sorry yes um I, I think it's difficult to know when to, to come out and i think obviously without a badge it's it's sometimes hard to if you're not you know you and i are quite open and quite sort of gregarious in a way mm. but i think if you're someone that's less like that it must be quite tricky to know when to drop that sort of thing into conversation and for it not to sound like a big announcement yes absolutely i definitely felt like that before i came out and i definitely felt 
like as a teenager i remember feeling very like it's nobody's business why do i have to tell anybody mm. that's part of the discussions around coming out as a thing you know like why do we, why does anybody have to come out particularly as we as people talk more openly about not necessarily feeling any label and mm. therefore like i think the complexities around sort of feeling like they have to have to explain themselves or something and i think that must be very that must be frustrating for at, at times um i would say that um I think it's your journey and you're allowed to own it and you're allowed to come out in your own way or not or whatever. I think when I when I came out I did sort of feel a sense of oh actually I'm allowed to celebrate this rather than feel ashamed of it and I think that was a big thing for me that it did sort of shift my mental attitude towards myself um so that was that was powerful to use an Americanism powerful good that's what I mean <laughs> And um, but I think it's really eloquently put because if you don't, if you're not that type of person who's like, I want to tell everybody, and it can feel very personal, like, you know, it's essentially saying this is who I fancy, this is who I sleep with. Yeah, well, I think that's the thing with with sort of uh, sexual identity is that it is basically saying I'm not necessarily like the majority and I want to have sex in a different way and it's the only real time when people say this is how I like to sex and we have to like announce it to our families <laughs> which is really weird sort of explaining a sort of strange thing isn't it kind of going like so this is me and this is just a you know this is who mm -hmm. I am. and it's like actually you don't owe that explanation to anybody other than yourself in a way but at the same time I, I've found that the more open I've been the more sense of like support I felt and community I felt. So that's that's been the the positive side of it. And also a bit of a relief. Yeah. Just because it's dealt with. That's just my opinion. Yes. But I, I think that I have often felt, you know, oh God, that's dealt with. I don't need to think about that. And I also think that if you don't want it to be sort of an announcement, it can be sort of very casual. Oh, this is who I fancy. You know, mm. if you're if you don't want to use labels, you know, you can just say, oh, I'm attracted to that guy. And not really you don't owe anyone an explanation. Yeah, I um, I agree. I think when I came out to my friends, I just went, oh, I really fancy this person. Mm. Oh, that's great. Oh, you fancy him too? And I was like, yeah. And then they just sort of were like, oh, okay. Um, and they were very supportive of it. But I think it can feel a bit like, oh God, everyone's going to be really like embarrassed because I'm going to bring this thing up and I feel embarrassed and everyone's going to be, and it's like, who cares about that? Like, and also, as one friend said to me at the time, none of us are here for a long time. We're here for a good time. So, Whatever you need to do to enjoy it is my advice. Um, but That's great I, advice, Tom. Well, is it? I don't know. But it, I don't mean to be glib about it. But but I think um, I think it is a complexity, though. I think it is. I, I would agree. You know, and I think if you kind of feel like, oh, I, I don't know how to express this, or, you know, it has to be such a big thing. Mm. Like, choosing moments with serious conversations can be quite, like, daunting, I think. If you don't yeah, I think so. But actually, when it was done, I did really, I felt a lot happier. Some great advice from Tom Allen. Is it? I don't know if it's good advice or not. I think it's good advice. If you want to get in touch with this, you always can. It's hello at likemindedfriendspod.com. Hello. Hello at likemindedfriendspod.com. And we are inviting our like-minded friends to volunteer themselves if they would like a shout out of some kind. Or oi, oi. Oi, oi, hello. Or maybe they would like to um, champion a cause or talk about an event they've got coming up. We would love to hear from you. Or maybe you've been a bad friend. A foe, if you are, if you like. A like-minded mm. Maybe you, I don't know. You need to apologise publicly. You need, you, you, you slept with your friend's partner and you want to apologise about it. 
Wow, Tom, that's a real that's a real big one. I I just thought let's just let people know everything's welcome. Everything's welcome. Okay, I like that. Yeah, you know that's the point. That's why we're here, just to be friends to people, hear their problems, and feel better about ourselves. Um, <laughs> as a result, no, I mean, but uh, no, but so we just love to hear from you. So do get in touch, and thank you for being such supportive, like-minded friends. Thank you. And we'll be back next week with another episode of us rambling, chatting, and hopefully laughing. Oh, yes, rambling. I would love to join a rambling club, actually. You're a lesbian at heart. I would well, I would love that. I would love that. I'm just saying. I'm sure there's one in your area. I'm sure there are rambling. There you go. Well, go and find out, Tom, and then let us know next week if you found a rambling society. Rambling lesbians in your area. Do you think that's a Google <laughs> search? I think it's fine. I think I've already searched that. Wait a minute, I'll find the results. <laughs> Why is that the first thing that comes up on your screen, Susie? <laughs> Save searches. Um, well, well, um, more on that story later. But um, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we look forward to speaking to you next next week. Yes, we do. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-b